everybody. Welcome to the Fantasy Fitnessing Show. Uh, my name is Dave, uh, and with me is Catherine. Today, we're going to walk through the international men's division of our Open Madness bracket. Uh, so, a quick recap Open Madness is our head to head bracket uh, elimination game for the 2021 CrossFit Open. Uh, we have four divisions uh, covering 16 athletes for US men and women and international men and women. Uh, kind of in a head-to-head competition over the Open. Uh, it's our fantasy game for the 2020 Open, uh, free to play on fantasyfitnessing.com. And when you sign up, if you enter in your affiliate or add it later to your account, um, there's also a special affiliate leaderboard. So it's a fun way to, to play with all your friends and you know have another friendly competition during the Open, especially in a year where we might not be able to get together with each other at the gym itself. So diving one in, uh, we'll take a look at our first matchup. Uh, so we have our number one seed, uh, the reigning fifth fittest man on earth, Jeffrey Adler versus number 16, uh, Jay Crouch. I at least, you know, kick off from my perspective, you know, I took Adler uh, with this pick. I think, you know, just he had a really solid year last year, you know, finishing fifth in the open, fifth in the games. Um, and third at the Mayhem Classic. So, you know, really kind of came into his own as an athlete uh, and really kind of stepped it up. I looked to, you know, have seen him build on that confidence um, from last year. And then I guess Jay Crouch, um, you know, you know, also, you know, did quite well, finished 18th at the Games and won the Australian CrossFit Championship. So, um, you know, a good, strong year for him, but I just, in the head-to-head matchup, and I like Adler um, just a bit more. Yeah, I think you're 100% right. I'm going to take Adler too, but this is a matchup I'm super interested to um, watch play out because I do think Jay Crouch is someone that can come and make some impact on the season this year. Um, He has been super fun to watch sort of coming up through last year and he's training, I believe, with Rob Forte in Australia. So he's going to be someone fun to watch. Adler's also great to watch. And I think Adler's just maybe like a year or two sort of ahead of Crouch in terms of coming into his stride. So I'm going to take Adler on this one. All right. Both on board for Adler. With our our second matchup, uh, we got Alexander Caron as our nine seed and our eight seed is Elliot Simmons. This one's going to be super tight as you would expect versus an eight to nine matchup. Uh, What I think ultimately took it from me, uh, I took Elliot Simmons in this one was just the head-to-head matchup they had last year at Dubai. Uh, so Elliot Simmons finished, had a 10th place finish at Dubai uh, versus Crohn's, I guess, 16th place. So, um, you know, just, you know, based off of that matchup, you know, I think uh, I liked uh, Simmons in the first round, but, you know, this is this is your coin flip, um, at least from my perspective. Yeah, an eight to nine seed should kind of be a coin flip for sure. And on this one, I think they're just kind of different athletes. So a lot of it is sort of going to depend on the workout. I think on this one, if it was a heavy workout, I'd probably pick pick Crone for sure. Um, Like head to head, every event that they've been against each other, it's 17 for Simmons, 18 for Alexander Crone. So it's so tight. Um, I'm going to go Simmons because I think probably generally open workouts are something that he could probably pull ahead. On. So I'm going to take uh, Elliot Simmons on this one. Yeah, I think it's a good choice. And I guess, as you mentioned, when it comes down to the workout, 
typically week one in the open is an accessible workout. So um, potentially, you know, highlights moving fast versus moving a lot of weight. But I guess, you know, we won't know until that's announced. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so moving on, next matchup, uh, number five, Roman Krennikov versus number 12, uh, David Trunke. Uh, you know, from this one, I think they both competed at, um, oh, no, they did not compete against each other last year. Um, you know, for me, Roman Krennikov, um, you know, with his 10th place in the Open last year, uh, 13th in the games, which was nice to see him be able to, you know, compete in a, a longer competition versus the world's best and, you know, also had, you know, a second place finish last year versus Justin Medeiros in, you know, the filthy 150 and a third place behind Fikowski and Vellner uh, in Dubai last year. So I think he had a really strong season, you know, had some, you know, some strong coaching. So, you know, from my perspective, I like Roman Kernikov, especially in the first round when, you know, it's going to be, you know, a fast paced type of workout that we typically see, um, you know, David Trunke is again, that, that strong athlete who, um, is also someone I expect to see at the games this year, but in terms of that head-to-head, I'm going to take Roman for the first round. Yeah, I'm going to take Roman on this one too. He's just like he's been in the games elite field for a number of years, um, actually qualifying to the games, but then we just haven't been able to watch him against like the elite field, and like we did this year in 2020, but it was still just different than like actually watching him on the floor with. Um, all the rest of the elite field of athletes. David Schrunke is also someone that was super fun to watch at strength and depth. And yeah, for this one, it was kind of a coin flip for me. I think it could go either way, but I'm going to go with Kronikov. All right. Another agreement. Um, so moving on to our next seed, uh, number four, Baden Brown versus number 13, Con Porter. So uh, a battle of the Australians on this one. Yes, I you know, love it. <laughs> looking at this one, you know, Baden Brown, you know, came out flashing last year uh, with his seventh in the open um, and managed to, you know, get that 11th place at um, the games, at least in the, the online portion of the game. So, um, you know, quite a strong season. And I think, you know, the third at the Australian CrossFit Championship was, you know, good to see him get on um, the podium last year. You know, Con Porter, um, his season was a little bit more up and down last year, you know, came out 58th in the open, won the Panda Land um, CrossFit Challenge. I think um, the only other elite athlete, I think, in that one was Jacob Pepner, um, and then 26th at the online portion of the game. So a bit of a, an up and down season for him. Um, but, you know, again, I'm probably going to, I know I was thinking Con Porter originally, but, you know, just looking at Baden Brown's season last year, um, you know, again, I probably expect him to see a little bit more um, from him this year with the gains, with the a little bit more gains in his confidence. Yeah, um, I think I'm going to go Brown on this one too. Um, it's interesting, kind of looking at their open sort of head to heads. Is in 2018, Con Porter won the head to head matchup. 2019, it was a bit closer, and then in 2020, Baden Brown swept Porter in open workouts. Um, I think Brown is awesome, super fun to watch. I also like watching Con Porter, but I think I'm going to go like the last couple of guys I've picked sort of the slightly more established, been at the games a bit longer. And on this one, I'm going to switch and take kind of the up and comer a bit yeah. and pick Baden Brown. 
You know, what I like about Brown is when you look at his, his open results. So when you go back um, 2017, he was 588. 2018, he was up to 65th. 2019, 17th, and last year, 7th. So seeing that steady rise just shows the confidence where, you know, Con Porter, um, kind of a bit more of a yo-yo, even though he's been, you know, around years. When he first came out, he was, you know, top 30, but then, you know, went from 53rd in 2018 to 126th and back up to 58. So, um, you know, just for the, what the open is, kind of being, you know, by yourself or with, you know, a couple mates in the gym, if you were, um, seeing that Baden Brown's consistency is, you know, nice to see and, you know, makes him a strong pick. Yeah, there's definitely like just a slow climb, which is awesome and could be super exciting to see how he shakes things up this year. Yeah. Uh, moving on to our next round or next matchup, uh, number three, BKG versus number 14, James Newbury. Uh, so just before we dive into the matchup itself, James Newbury, um, you know, shared a couple posts this week that he had a, a knee procedure of some sorts. Doesn't appear too, too serious, I guess, earlier in the week, um, or the, I guess this being recorded on March 10th. Um, you know, he's doing some workouts, did some, you know, core work, some handstand pushups, some, you know, I think dumbbell snatches, um, but nothing too serious. Um, and then later this week, he's, you know, revealed that he's running on an air runner. So, the procedure doesn't seem to be too serious. So um, yeah, I would expect him to qualify for um, the next round. In terms of this matchup, um, I'm going to take BKG. Um, I just, he is so strong when it comes to the open, you know, last year, fourth, year before that, second, um, the 12th and the fourth in 2018 and 2017, respectively. Um, with that consistency, I, it's really kind of hard to choose against that, especially kind of in a, a first round matchup. Oh, for sure. Like in the last four years of the open, his lowest is a 12th. I think he's a solid choice. So he's also yeah. going to be my choice. And now that Newberry has the knee surgery been done that, yeah, he's just going to be aiming, stay in that top 10%, get to the next round, recuperate himself. I don't think he's going to be going full send on something, a knee like that. Yeah. So yeah, it's definitely a BKG thing here for me. I think <laughs> four years, lowest rank of top 12. Yeah. I don't know how you could pick against that. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, that's the, the smart pick, um, certainly in this matchup. Uh, moving on, uh, number six, Joni Koski versus number 11, Brett Fikowski. Um you know, I like, you know, Kowski for this matchup. Um, you know, I think he's, you know, been a, a tremendous athlete and going to the games this year. Um, what did it for me is just, you know, looking at Fikowski's kind of open finishes, um, you know, as the, the professor might be, I think there's a lot of calculation to his training program and, you know, where, you know, his physical peaks are over the years. So like when you see his open or finishes where it's 22, 184, 183, 32nd. Um, now I think he's, you know, quite calculated and doing just what he needs to do to advance to the next round. And so when you only need to finish in the top percent or top 10%, um, you know, I, I think that's where we'll see Fikowski. I think not sure he'll be in the, the top 50 of the leaderboard this year, just because he doesn't need to be so you know just kind of based off of that perspective um 
you know, I, I, Koski is, is my pick, even though like, he's been to the games for four or five years in a row. So um, not that it's a, a sleeper pick there, but I just, you know, no. that was kind of my thought process. And Jonah Koski head to head with Spikowski in the last four opens has won more like him versus Brent. He's taken every open um, sort of percentage. Like it was four to three for Koski. Or no, sorry, that was the games. It was four to one in the 2020. It was three to two. And then three to two. So Koski's my pick just because head to head in the open, that's, he takes it. And Fikowski, 100% what you said. Like he's going to be aiming to be in that top 10% and he will do what will take to be in that top 10%. He's not going to sell out right now. I think it's going to be kind of interesting to see if there are some upsets because people are just aiming for that top 10% and not peaking, like the emphasis on the opens really changed this year. So it'll actually be really interesting to see a lot, how a lot of this plays out because it doesn't matter quite as much. Yeah, it, it doesn't matter. Um, I know it's interesting in itself and I'm, I'm sure we'll, we'll find out. I know, you know, at the end of the day, they, they're still, you know, 15,000 US dollars for first prize. so. Um, sure. That is a meaningful amount of money for, you know, most of the athletes, but, you know, some of those more established athletes who have some of the other income streams, um, you know, it might not be as critical um, to their performance. Um, yeah. And they are all just competitive athletes yeah. that don't always know how to rein in or do whatever. I just think that Fikowski is someone that does know how to do that. So I wouldn't really have that come into many of my other decisions, but on this one, I do think it would be part of the uh, situation. Yeah, definitely. All right. Uh, so moving on, uh, number seven seed, Sam Cornier versus number 10, Willie Georges. Uh, you know, this one, to me, just seeing Cornier's last couple of years, um, you know, shows definitely a, a quick rise. Um, in results, um, just because he is, he establishes himself more as kind of in that, you know, second type of tier of, of men athletes. So, you know, had, you know, 12th of the open last year and 10th in the first round of the games and had a top 10 open finish uh, before that in 2019. Um, so, you know, really seeing that, that growth. And again, like going from 313th in the open in 2017 to, you know, a 12th place finish last year. Um, again, just see, seeing his come into his own as an athlete. Um, you know, I think he's also kind of a, a trendy sleeper pick for, um, you know, biggest surprise performance of the games this year. So um, he'll be an exciting person to watch. Um, he was my pick over Willie Georges, um, who again, like was 30th last year in the Open, 33rd the year before that. Like, again, like that's in, quite an impressive result. I think he just unfortunately missed out on some of the qualifying events last year, just due to the shortened season. So, um, you know, I would expect Willie George to end up at the games this year as well, just, you know, for this head to head matchup, um, you know, I picked Cornier from my standpoint. Yeah. I'm picking Cornier on this one. I think he's, um, like he's training, training sort of with the mayhem crew, like he's in Canada and sort of training by himself, but he's like a mayhem athlete. Um, so I think he's got a great support system and crew and coach and stuff around him that should be really fun to see what he can do. Cause 
it's just another guy that's kind of coming up and could definitely make a splash this year. So I'm going to take him over Willie George's too. Okay. Uh, and then moving on to, I guess, our last matchup on the international men's division, um, number two, Patrick Vellner versus number 15, Lucas Holberg. Um, so I guess this is a, you know, a matchup of the two versus three from the podium in the 2018 games. Um, you know, from my perspective, I picked Vellner just, you know, from his consistency over the last few years. Like, you know, he won the Open, won Wadapalooza, won Rogue last year and um, had a top 10 finish at the games, even though he was injured um, with a hamstring um, injury as well. So, you know, he continues to perform at the top level, even though he's had a, a few setbacks at the games. Um, Lucas Hoberg on the other side kind of just seems to be, you know, more inconsistent in terms of, you know, where he ends up finishing. So, you know, from you know, a third in the games to um, 17th in 2019, but then, you know, missing out last year, um, again, shortened season, but a third in strike the depth and 14th and at the Rogue Invitational. So, you know, it, I hope to see him, you know, return to kind of that elite status that he was in, you know, 2018, but um, just kind of bouncing up and down last year or the last couple of years, just not really sure where, where he's going to land come the open this year, especially again, not being as critical important for uh, Hogberg to make the games this year. Yeah, for sure. Cause Hogberg is definitely like up in that elite echelon. Like he was number three, like 13 points behind Dave Schrunke at strength and depth and Matt Frazier obviously ran away with that one. But um, he, I'm looking forward to see how his season pans out this year. I'm excited to watch him. I enjoy watching him. We all know he doesn't love the open. The last few years of changes in the season weren't really sort of great for him. Um, but again, he might be a guy that's just aiming for that top 10%. Um, whereas Vellner likes winning. Yeah. So I'm going to pick Vellner on this one, but I'm looking forward to watching Holberg this season and see how it all sort of pans out for him. Right. All right. So perfect agreement across the board. So that worked out well. Um, I like your style, Dave. Yeah. Good picks. So, um, so again, um, it's probably about a day away from uh, 21.1. So um, you have about a day to get your open madness bracket in on fantasyfitnessing.com. It's completely free to play. Um, you'll be able to see how you stack up in the global leaderboard as well as an affiliate leaderboard if you add your affiliate name when you go to enter. So um, sign up, invite your friends. Uh, and thanks for listening today. Um, you'll be I'll also find our, our US men's bracket discussion on YouTube and your favorite podcast platform. Um, and our discussion of the women's plot or divisions will be coming up soon. So uh, with that, um, have yourself a great day and thanks for listening.